And whatever you're using should have really good reports because you're not going to grow without it. We're planning our entire vision conference, betting on the fact that people have good records. So you can do sales and profit trend analysis. So you can set goals to scale your business and finally grow and get out of the mud. Mm -hmm. But if people aren't doing these daily things and holding your team accountable to get that daily information, you're not going to be able to pull the reports for deep data analysis. You're listening to Estimate Rocket Radio, the hassle-free online software for service contractors that keep your business running from lead to pay. We want your business to grow, so we make it easy to get your job done. Hey everyone, it is a great day at Estimate Rocket Radio and I want to give you all a really warm welcome. My name is Kathleen, I'm the Director of Sales here at Estimate Rocket. And I am joined by my very dynamic co-host, Chris Shank. He is the leader of education and engagement here at Estimate Rocket. Hey, Chris, how are you today? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Kathy? Good. I'm always really excited. It's nice to have guests that are outside of Estimate Rocket, but it's always such a pleasure to get to have a podcast with one of our colleagues. And today it is Fred Kulik. And Fred is the manager of our five-star customer success and support team. And I say that because our customers have kind of dubbed that name to our customer uh, success team. And they just do so much. They, They are a pillar and such an outstanding example of what a customer support team should be like. Um, for any company, even if you're not in software. So it is a privilege and honor to to have Fred Kulik with us. So Fred, welcome to Estimate Rocket Radio. We talked with Fred about a recent training we had to help make your team members stronger competitors and rivals in the marketplace. We had something we call rival for field supervisors. And we talk about what field supervisors should be doing in any company, whether you use Estimate Rocket or not. And specifically what we see field supervisors doing, because that probably helps everybody to know that we have such a large customer base and we're gathering information all the time and seeing trends. And just like we think you ought to be doing in your company, analyzing those trends to set goals, we're analyzing the trends of the contractors we work with and saying, what do we see from people in these roles? So we're going to take our learnings to you today, and we want you to take those to your team. And Fred Kulik is the best person to help us with this. So welcome, Fred, to Estimate Rocket Radio. Thanks, Kathy. So Fred, we recently had another Rival 4 session, and this is Really, we're just having sessions to help train Estimate Rocket users in particular on how to become stronger rivals in the marketplace. And we've been running training for a while. We try to focus in once a month on specific roles. So we've talked about estimators, salespeople, project managers. And most recently, we talked about rival for field supervisors because they're out there doing a lot of the work using Estimate Rocket. And so I know this audience for this podcast is a little bit more broad than just Estimate Rocket users, but you can still learn a lot from how people are using Estimate Rocket, even if you're not using it. And it may inspire people to use it more. So let me ask you this first question. Um, what are we telling uh, people about what field supervisors should be doing? Uh, what do we see them doing in companies we work with? The critical nature of the field supervisors is knowing who you have working on a project, knowing what needs to be done in the project, and knowing the materials that you have. Now, within the typical 
um, work order in Estimate Rocket, you're going to have all of that information. You're going to be able to see, okay, who are the crew guys? How many hours do I need for this project? How many gallons of paint or whatever you happen to be doing? So those are the things that are critical for the field supervisor to understand who's working for them, what's the scope of the job, and what they have to get the job done. That's all going to be in the work order. Hopefully, if the, the team from the office has done a good job putting the estimate together and, and putting the work order together the way that it needs to, it should become uh, fairly easy for the field supervisor to do his job. And it's assuming all of the information is at the tip of your fingers, really. It's, yeah. it's all kind of got to be there because if you're missing something, you're kind of up a creek, right? Like <laughs> it, there's no feeling more helpless then being on the job site or getting ready to go or kind of planning your week and not having the information you need. Right. Right. Exactly. The criticality of that in the, in the work order, as well in the work, as well as the work notes mm-hmm. in the work order, if there's any kind of special requests, those mm-hmm. are also very important things as well. So Fred, you know, our field supervisors, how exactly do we see them using estimate rocket? out in the field. We see them, you know, basically with that work order and being able to help, uh, you know, help the rest of the team be able to uh, put that information in for the real-time profitability to be tracked. So for example, if somebody had to go and buy some paint or, or has some expenses, entering those expenses directly into the project so they can have an ongoing tally of what's been used versus what was estimated. As well as with regard to that real-time profitability, is entering or changing hours. For example, if one of the field users didn't have their phone for the day, so they couldn't log in against the project, being able to add those hours so that they have a real-time view at what the profitability is. So everybody's supposed to be inputting some of this information. Um, And I'm guessing you're talking about just beyond Beyond merely the field supervisors, you may have other people helping to kind of bring that information, or are you talking primarily about this field supervisors entering the information? Well, no, what what should be happening in an ideal world, the field users, so in other Mm -hmm. words, the the guys that are working for for the field supervisor, they have their phone and they're clocking against the project. So when they clock against the project, that goes as a liability or, you know, hours against the project against the estimated profit margin. Mm-hmm. So having that up-to-date information is critical. So sometimes the, um, sometimes if a field user says, hey, you know what, my phone fell in the paint, it doesn't work anymore or whatever, you might have to step in and to be able to put some of that real-time information in so that the project can stay up to date and everybody can know what's happening in the project. Now, do we see people having a hard time holding your team accountable to remember to enter this information? Because whether you're using estimate or rocket or not, you're asking a lot from your team and it's hard to kind of sometimes keep, keep everybody on track, doing what they're supposed to be doing, but you kind of, these things are necessary. You want to know if you're profitable, if you're on track for the actual project, but for pulling reports later too, right? I mean, mm-hmm. if you don't have the accurate information, we have, uh, we just posted a tech tip recently that you did Fred on deep data analysis. And we, we do have deep reporting and whatever you're using should have really good reports because you're not going to grow without it. We're, we're planning our entire vision conference, betting on the fact that people have good records. So you can do sales and profit trend analysis. So you can set goals to scale your business and finally grow and get out of the mud. Mm-hmm. But if people aren't doing these daily things and holding your team accountable to get that daily information, you're not going to be able to pull the 
reports for deep data analysis. Would you would you say that's a fair assessment? And what should people do about that? Now that you're hitting the nail right on the head there, Chris. So what happens is um, that having the having the field uh, the field users, the whole team buying into this is really a critical thing mm-hmm. because that's just going to help with with the upwards mobility of all that information. Now, what we see that, and and this is, you know, obviously on a case by case situation is we see people that, okay, if you, and this seems weird, kind of like grade schoolish, but if you got all your punches in for the week, your name's going to be entered into a drawing for like a gift card for the week, you know, Mm -hmm. for, for the donut shop or whatever it happens to be so that that will encourage that. And it's not a, you know, it's not a big, it's not a big expenditure, but you know, for every project, if there's a 25 or a $50 gift card, that you give to people that punch every day and don't, you know, drop their phone yeah. in the, in the paint, then that's, you know, that's a, <laughs> that's an inexpensive, you know, that's an inexpensive way to kind of promote it for people. So, mm. um, you know, just, that's just a, just a thought, but yeah, you're absolutely right. Getting that data in so that it can flow upstream and it, it might seem counterintuitive, but the, the data going upstream so that people in the office can know, okay, the profit is still on track. The project is still on track. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera, is very important. Yeah, shifting people's mindsets. You know, mm. and and we all have to do that. We all have to evolve in our jobs, or we're not going to stay current and be on a growth path. So you know, I I see that incentivizing the team in some way to enter that data. Um, but I also think that there's a lot of communication that has to go along there besides doing the gift card, um, maybe sitting the team down and, and really going through what are the advantages of the company if they can fill in this data and how the company will grow and possibly be incentivizing um, everyone on a bonus plan if they can get the team to work together as one and do what's necessary to get to the next level in the business. I think that's important. I mm-hmm. have a friend who wrote a book about um, sprint for painting companies and for tradespeople. And the whole point is how do you keep having these recurring meetings, which is so valuable in our team at estimate rocket. We have right. these meeting rhythms. Yeah. And um, because once you kind of let that go, I even do that with my family. I mean, we have literally, I know this is going to sound ridiculous, but um, when they, we have tasks for everybody in this family, we're a team, we're working on stuff just like at any job. Right. Um, but we're trying to like, how do we check in? So we have check-ins every night, right after dinner, we do our chores and then we meet together. We check screen time. How's your screen time looking for the, because that's one of the values in this family. So mm-hmm. we check in on it. We also check in on how the chores are going, what needs to be revised, what do you need help with? And then we read something from a book together. But I guess my point is no matter how you do it, what you're saying, Kathy, is so important. If you right. have lapses in that communication loop, in that rhythm, mm-hmm. then you're stuck wondering how everybody's doing at the very end. So incentives along with good communication processes sounds essential. Yeah, it is. I, I feel the same way. It's absolutely essential. And it, and it gives you a roadmap so that everyone's going in the same direction to get to the same destiny. Right, right. Right, whether so, you're a family or a business. Yeah, Agreed. So, um, Fred, we've talked about five time savers for field supervisors, especially who use Estimate Rocket. Um, were any of those uh, very helpful, you think, to people who are listening? And what were some of them? We've touched a little bit on them. The criticality of the work notes and the the accuracy of the work order being one. The the um, the fact that your field users all have access to the work order, so they can know what's needed, as well as the field supervisor. 
um, the field supervisor backfilling that real-time profitability so that information can be stored. Uh, and then obviously, once the, once the work is done, marking the work order as completed. Again, this is going to be a signal for the office to say, okay, we're ready to send out, um, we're ready to send out our final invoice. And you just keep the, you keep the cash flowing within the business by having people, you know, performing, performing things and, and, and marking things the way they need to um, while they're in the field. So Fred, tell us, what kind of things do you see forward-thinking field supervisors doing on the job? The forward-thinking field supervisors, what I think about in that respect is they want to help the project managers because the project managers might be, you know, they might be managing five or six projects where the field supervisor is in charge of one. Well, as the field supervisor makes the project manager's job easy, they're getting those um, profitability things entered, those expenses entered so that profitability can be tracked. Some of the other really great reports in Estimate Rocket that are forward thinking that a field supervisor might use are the work scheduled and work progress reports. Those reports, a work progress report is going to tell you, okay, we had we estimated 100 hours for this project. And so keeping up the real-time hours is important because you run that report, you see, okay, 80 hours have been used. So you know you're coming into the finish line for those projects. So the work, the work progress being the most important one. And then next, the work scheduled. So what, you know, if I, if I run late on this one, what am I going to be bumping into next that's already scheduled that may not be going? That's just helping the overall flow within the organization and, and within the, um, the production teams. Somebody recently told me that one of the most critical pieces of management in a trades company, especially painting, one of the most critical pieces and one of the most stressful pieces at the same time is scheduling. And we know that there's a lot of complexity to schedule scheduling. There was a lot of complexity that was built into estimate rocket to try to um, help people with that. And boy, this is no small topic. It, it could be what your company profitability hinges on. Is that, you think that's fair to say that? And do we see people, I'm sure there's a lot of satisfaction and relief when they know that estimate rocket helps with that. <laughs> Um, and there's probably still like wanting to learn best practices for how to do that. Do we see people asking a lot of questions in customer success, Fred? Again, we're back into that information where it's important. It's important to, to uh, for that information to be shared for the organization to stay cohesive. Mm -hmm. So that's a really critical factor in the entire process. Um, just to keep the cohesion strong. And any other tools we see people using, whether it's for scheduling or for team communication, um, things to help. I mean, there's limits to every technology. I hear it all the time. Everybody who has anything to, to sell or equip people with, they're, they're saying, okay, we don't do everything, but these are the things we do really, really well. So anything outside of Estimate Rocket that we see people using that's great additions or integrations with Estimate Rocket? Probably the one that I can think of is that schedule for you to present in the war room. So, you know, at the office, if you have like, okay, here's the jobs that are happening this week, here's who's working the different jobs, is that Estimate Rocket has a sister application called Job Rocket. Job Rocket will coordinate that schedule into like an overall type view where you're going to see the project where it's happening, um, and you're going to see all the different people that are scheduled for that. So 
the individual um, field users can log into Estimate Rocket to see what they're scheduled for, but then that whole war room view, that overview of everything, it's really a great, uh, Job Rocket is a great tool for that. It's a, it's a more powerful scheduling tool that also mm -hmm. has capacity planning. So the, but the scheduling part, I think is the important part for the field supervisor. You're gonna see which projects are going on and who's where on any given day. Is it called war room in there or is that just a term you're using? Just no, that's the term I'm using because oh, okay. like, like, so everybody comes in for that morning huddle, so to speak, and they have projected on, um, you know, a screen in the, um, in the room, here's the jobs that are going on so that you can discuss the ins and outs of each of the jobs mm -hmm. and see who's going to be where. So, you know, if somebody called out, you might flip a guy from one project to the other project um, or, or whatever, but that, that, mm -hmm. that's the term that I use the war room. Cause you know, you get into that room and you're like, okay, here's the things that are going to happen today. What about the pictures that we have available for people to document what they're doing on the site? How's that looking and how are people using that? And that's all about the information that's available in the work orders. Um, so the, the, the depth of that information, the deeper the information is the better off you're going to be, because as we know, a picture is worth a thousand words. We don't want to have the work orders get to be too long because the guys will get bored reading them. So you put some pictures in there. You got some nice, you got some nice pictures in the work order. You can add pictures to your estimate rocket projects uh, pretty seamlessly through, um, you know, through taking a picture on your mobile device or uploading it from a computer. Those photos will trickle down into the work orders. So for example, if you're doing an interior project and there's a couple different bedrooms, you know, which, which is the master bedroom, which is the guest bedroom and, you know, the right paint colors to put in there, because that, mm -hmm. that would be kind of a bad mistake to have the um, to have the, the wrong colors painted in the wrong rooms. Um, but in this case, the work order will just help the work order and the pictures in the work order will help to have that kind of detail uh, available for the uh, for the users to be able to do the job the right way. Fred, it is always a pleasure having you here at Estimate Rocket Radio. And I think we had a lot of great ideas and information that you shared today, how our rock stars within the Estimate Rocket community really create such interesting and detailed work that they can share with the administration in their offices. And boy, does that really create a path for growth for all of our companies that we work with. Thanks very much for having me. It's always an honor to be invited. I know that uh, it's a thrill when I see that invite in my inbox that we're going to be having a podcast. Thanks so much for having me, and it was a pleasure. This is Estimate Rocket Radio. Join our team at EstimateRocket.com. Fred, you're feeling good then? Oh, I'm, I'm feeling great. Excellent.